<laughs> yeah, my name is Noel Michael Smith, and that's Boy George Culture Club, and that's called Time. No, it's not a music show. You're still listening to the Low Food Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. You know that was made. That tune was made in 1982. Where has the time gone? My company was formed in 1983. Yeah. Club Energize, as it was called back then. Time is uh, an anomaly. And this podcast is all about time. Is In fact, the name of this podcast is Time Waits for No One. Time was only taken seriously in 1904, 1904-1905. Time has always been taken seriously, I must add, because you had the Native Americans that used to be able to tell the time just by looking up in the sun and going from there. And the Aborigines did the same thing, but I'm talking about modern man, Cluck, modern man. <laughs> they were modern men at the time. But um, the, the Cluck itself, the Cluck, you would have in Manchester, a Cluck would be saying one time, let's say a Cluck in Manchester would be 11.15, a Cluck in London would be 11.19. They would be up to four minutes out, the maximum, or probably even more, a little bit less. And if you're looking at catching a train, and I may add, back in that time, around 1904-05, the railway in the UK were ramping up, which means they were becoming vast tracks all over the place. And it was becoming a major source of transport. And when there were um, people were trying to book their journey to go from A to B, and the clock in London is saying one time, and the clock in... Glasgow is saying another time, this is going to lead to problems, chaos, in fact, um, for the commuters. But not only that, where it actually, where they actually knuckled down and said, look, our clerks have got to be the same across the board, is when they were having uh, accidents, carnage, fatalities, when the trains were crashing into each other. Now, if you have a system where the tracks are interchanging, so train is one train's got a branch off to go to... Sorry about that. Just drop, just just drop my um my device here. When a train's got to branch off to go to one place, and then the track's got to change over for the uh, a train coming along that track, the same track to branch off to go to another place. Well, that's all about time. They need to have the same the 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 clocks need to be saying the same thing at both ends in order for, to that to work seamlessly. And that's where the issue arose. And they were having accidents. Left, right, and center. People were dying on that with serious train crashes. So they had to do something about it. And it wasn't until around 1906, 1907, when clocks became synchronized in all major cities. Why am I telling you all this right now? Because I believe that time is the essence of one's success. Time is rigid as we know it, right? It's stable. Time gives us stability, Look at schools, the military, the airlines. All of this relies on stability, rigidness, stringentness. You cannot go and be in a school and the classes are coming out at all different times and everything's chaos. The military totally relies on time to the extent where in America they call a 24-hour clock military time. Then you've got the airlines. There's a strict time regime where you've got 
flights coming in and landing. They've got to clear the, the, the runway. Now, if you go to Heathrow, you see planes stacking up, waiting to land. It's quite scary, actually. You look up at the skyline at Heathrow Airport. It's such a busy airport. Now, I'm telling you all this. I don't uh, confess myself to be a guru or a motivator. Motivation comes from within anyway. I am just a simple guy that want to tell my story from week in, week out of the things I do. I'm writing a book. I like to talk. That's why I'm talking to you all out, all out there. Now, there are people that put their stuff on Facebook and Twitter and so forth. But, you know, I think that's a cop out. I put my stuff here on my podcast and people who want to listen to me, who like the tone of my voice, who like what I'm saying, or even whether they like it or not, but just want to hear what I'm saying, tune in to my station. And that's your prerogative. You know, you've got the willpower to do that. You've got the power to tune in. You've got the power to tune out. It's down to you. So what I give to you is are my thoughts. That's all I'm giving to you are my thoughts. And just to give you a little bit of my background, because I like to do that, I've been teaching for over 35 years in the fitness and martial arts industry. And I've seen a lot in my time. And I just thought, hey, it's high time now. I bring that all to you. So let's talk about time while I've mentioned time quite a few times. <laughs> Sounding like the boy Josh tune I just played earlier on. So what Netflix, let's talk about some TV for a moment because time is an important thing for one's success. As I said a minute ago, let's talk about TV. I love catch-up TV and on ITV and BBC. I only watch one series on both. I love Dragon's Den. And Dragon's Den is the British version to Shark Tank in the U in the US, and then we have The Apprentice. And when I know you have an Apprentice over there in the states, an Apprentice with with our very own Alan Sugar over here, and I love that show. And they're the only two shows I actually entertain on catch up. One on ITV, which is a major TV station out here in the UK, and you all know about BBC, because I know you Yanks, you Americans out there, Yanks, sorry about that, if you take offence to Yanks, but I know you Americans out there love um, your BBC also. It's a great station when they're doing their documentaries. But coming back to time I don't have time when these two shows are on Apprentice and Apprentice and Dragon's Den I don't subscribe to the fact that they put it on at a certain time and I've got to sit down and watch it at that time I'm a busy guy and I like to do my things when I like to do my things now there are times when I am mega busy and I teach a fitness class I teach fitness classes so my peak times are in the evening so for the TV station to say, okay, everyone's at home at this time, this is the peak time now, those days are done. The days when somebody used to work 9 to 5 are over, long gone, not happening, not coming back. Well, they may come back, but I cannot see it for any kind of near future. So TV must be watched in my time. There are periods in my life, when say when I'm eating, because I once went into a restaurant, a good friend of mine, Italian restaurant, and I was eating and doing some work. And he loves his food. And I love his food also. And he said, Noel, <laughs> my bad Italian accent, Noel, when you're eating, you're eating. When you're working, you're working. 
don't do the two at once. Don't do them at the same time. That's what he said to me. And, you know, normally I would say, man, i got to do this work and, <laughs> you know, regardless of what he said. But my food didn't taste that good after he said that. Something happened to my food. So what I do now, I do not work and eat. i got to do something mundane. So I've got my Star Trek that I've, I've seen them all already, but I rerun them. I put my Star Trek on my phone and on Netflix, and now we're going with that. And I didn't mention Netflix. Netflix is <laughs> boom, man. It's so good. I remember everyone I've introduced to Netflix cannot go back because I was, I was one of the early adopters of Netflix when they're giving it away for about three pounds. Yeah, that's less than three dollars if you're in the United States. And I, from that day, I've never gone without it. It's got to be on all my devices, every single one of them. Because when I, and they know what I like about Netflix, it syncs. And I know they will do that now, but I find them really good at that whole syncing thing. I pick it up, I pick up my series wherever I left off. And another thing about it, it always works. Even on a bad signal, it always works. That's, I cannot say that about Amazon and some of the others. Particularly, I, I love my Apple products. But watching a movie on the fly from iTunes is an atrocious experience, i got to say. But let's get out of that. Now, we're talking about time, and I, I like to make great use of my time and watch shows when I want to watch them. So, and, and not when the TV station tells me to watch them. And that's why I'm talking about Netflix, because I think that factored hugely into their success. And boy, are they successful right now. So much so that they're doing their own content. You know what that means? They're making their own movies. And the movie they made, their best movie they made, was The Foreigner. If you ever seen, not seen that movie, please, The Foreigner. Pierce Brosman's in it and Jackie Chan. I don't, I'm not a fan of Pierce Brosman. I'm a big fan of Jackie Chan. But Pierce Brosman, this is his best, in my opinion, his best role he's ever played in a movie. Plays an Irishman and does it very well. Let's get back onto some time. Time relativity, Einstein's theory, warp speed, when time falls in on itself. So you've got one point, start and finish. If something, if you want to get somewhere from A to B in a blink of an eye, you've got to fold the space in two. So that space becomes one. That's what warp speed means. It's a theory. But it's a theory I'm sure they'll crack. You know, a lot of theories, a lot of Einstein theories, they've managed to put them into practice, and that's what's responsible for things like the iPhone, microwave, and so on. Yeah? So don't rule these guys out. They're getting close to this stuff. I'm telling you. It's science fiction, but science fiction becomes reality. Man has got a dream before they can invent. Does time exist? The past is gone. The future hasn't come yet, and the present is in a blink of an eye. What actually is time? Is time a thing? I know I said time is important for schools, military, the airline, aviation. Time is important for that. And we need time in our lives. Time is, gives us order, gives us um, a sense of being. A minute 
in London is a minute in New York. A minute in New York is a minute in Sydney. A minute in Sydney is a minute in Tokyo. That minute is a minute. Yeah? But that's what man has conjured up. That's what man has made. But this is all we got, right? Time is eternity. Time is infinity. Time is the beginning. Time is the end. Time never stands still. If you're going to use time wisely, if you're going to use it to your advantage, you've got to understand time. You've got to respect time. You've got to give time time. Because time won't give you time, as Boy George says. If time travels or moves in the blink of an eye, if the moment moves in the blink of an eye, the present, you've always got a plan for the future. Even if you say, I'm going to do this thing in a minute, you're planning for the future. You've got to give time the respect that it deserves. We live in a period, we live in a world governed by time. Why wouldn't you give it the respect? You know, look, right, people say they cut down words. It's one thing that grates on me is when people cut down words and they, there's one piece of food, just one piece of food. There's a dish I love. But when people call it and they use this phrase, I don't want to eat it, spag ball. You know what spag ball is? If you're spaghetti bolognese, it's nice. Made right and I can make it right, I may add. It's delicious. But people butcher the food by calling it some wretched name like spag ball. You go and eat some nice food. Yeah, you see, you go, go into a restaurant. Listen to this. Sauteed steamed okra, slowly boiled yams, tender cut steak marinated in sweet Thai orange coconut seasoning, soft plantain, kalaloo on the side. <laughs> Man, how does that make you feel? Does that make you feel good? Let me tell you how it would sound if I was using spag ball. I'm going to have some okra steak. Nasty. That's exactly what you'll be getting if I said what I said that way and shortened it. You cannot shorten stuff like that. You've got to give time respect in order to do something right. You've got to give time respect to be successful in what you do. You cannot rush these things. Let me give you another, um, another metaphor or another example here. We often get angry at, the, at certain things. Often I don't get angry anymore because I learn to deal with my anger and my, my issues in, an, in another way. And I'm actually going to tell you how I deal with it, in fact, throughout this little period here. If something angers you, and it's generally somebody else, because if you get angered by a thing, you're a true-born idiot. But people anger each other. We anger each other. Step back. Because that person's got a consciousness and everyone's different. So if you take a step back, give yourself a little time and give time some time, you'll be able to understand that other person's reasoning. Because remember, they've got consciousness and they're saying something to you. And that thing that they're saying to you, if you close your mind to it, you're not going to be able to understand what they're trying to say to you. Now, I'm not saying that you may agree with them after 5, 10, 15, 20 a day. Yeah, 20 minutes to a day, I meant. But 
what you will have is understanding and you'll have clarity in your head to say, uh, all right, Kevin, Winston, Jane, Angela, Sharon, I put the name in you wish. I understand what you were saying to me, but here's my point. And then that alleviates all attachment, personal attachment to the situation. And you're giving yourself, that time that you gave yourself allows you to do that. That's how I deal with stuff. I don't attack it straight away. You tell a child off, it's the same thing. They do something wrong. They do something naughty. And we all know that we want to keep our children safe. So if your child is playing on a... I'm using this analysis because it happened to me. My child was on the scooter and she was scootering along and the scooter careered off and went out into the road and she ran out into the road to get it. I'm not kidding, man, with the cars and everything coming. Hey, I was like a mad bull. But I just had to, I had to hold myself back and think about how I'm going to deal with this. And I've told her before, she knows about not to go out in a road for a ball or anything like that. But I had to deal with it an hour or so after. Come on, get out of the road, let's go. I was going to the hospital at the time, and I had something damaged. And I left my car at the hospital, and we had to, we walked down there, and they were on their scooters. So I was walking to the hospital to get my car, and uh, this this thing happened. But later on in the day, I reprimanded her for it. She thought it all being forgotten. I sat her down and talked, and I could give her good reasoning why she had to get punished. But only time allowed me to do that. I remember when I dropped my iPhone, I've mentioned this so many times, you know it's cut to me. <laughs> when I dropped my iPhone, and the fact is, I didn't drop it, it wasn't me. I was handing my phone to the man. And it slipped out of his hand and dropped in his coffee. Now, if you know a thing about phones, I know they're a bit better now. I, um, Apple just brought out a phone and they tested it in coffee. But my phone dropped in this man's coffee. Two things here, right? I gave him my phone, it dropped in the coffee. And another thing, I don't even drink coffee. It dropped in his coffee. I was furious. I took my phone, walked out the shop, and walked around the block. When I came back, I was a little different. Because I covered every scenario in my head. What am I going to do? Am I going to have a go at this guy? Am I going to ask him to pay for my phone? Da -da -da -da, all this stuff. By the time I got around and got into the building, I had calmed down because time had done its thing. You cannot get time back. Well, we don't have time travel right now. They're working on it. And if it happens, it's going to be pretty interesting. But it's not it hasn't happened right now. Some of my favourite movies out there have been about time travel. Butterfly Effect and when you watch the Star Trek, all four of the Star Trek series have had time travel in them um, on various episodes. And I find them the most interesting. I really do love those time travel things because it makes it plays on your mind. You're going back in time and you could change the outcome of the future or could change the outcome of the so-called present that you've left just by a few things happening in the past. Remember Back to the Future? It, you play around with the past. The little minute thing can have an effect on the future. And this is what makes that interesting about time travel.
But at the moment, we can't travel back in time. And you're going to understand why I'm saying this right now. And this is the big thing. I go on trains a lot. I travel on the train quite a lot. And I see these big high-flying suits going into the city, making a lot of money on their stocks and shares. And I hear them talking on the trains. How they've not seen their children for ages. They've not seen their wives because they're working late nights, getting up early in the morning. And that got me wondering about stuff. When people say they'll have time to do this later on in life, they can make up the time with their children, make up the time with their wives. You know where this is going, don't you? We don't have time travel. You're not going to make it up. And even if we did have time travel, you're going to screw up the, the, the present. So let me go back a little bit, right? If you say to yourself what, what a lot of businessmen and women do, I can make the time up with my children, with my wife, with my spouse, with my husband. In 11, 12 years down the line, 13 years down the line, 14, 20 years, however many time down the line in the future, when you make this amount of money, and you got a great house, and you got a nice car, and you could lay on the beach, you're screwed. Why? Because your kids have grown up. Your wife has changed. She probably isn't as fit as she used to be in all departments. Fit as in the true sense of the word, athletic, and fit as in the slang sense of the word, looking good. Probably not that useful either in that department, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and that swings both ways. It was a guy and the girls, right? So don't you girls having a go at me saying, hey, that's not fair. Some of the guys could get a bit lame as well after the years go by. So you're missing the youth. You're missing going out. Look, I've known people who have got friends and their friends have married stay married, got the kids, and they've got great money. And then I have friends who divorce, and with the divorce, they lived a little. They went out and they enjoyed the time that they had back then. Now, they've got together with these friends after a period of time. They might be in their mid to late 40s, early 50s. Do you think you could still do Ibiza? Do you think you could still go out? on the Friday, Saturday and Sunday, without even going home, you cannot do it. you got children, you got responsibilities, you haven't got the youth, you haven't got the staying power, you've heard it and seen it all before and you don't want to do it again anymore, you got your beautiful house, you'd rather go home and relax in your nice house with your sherry, your wine, whatever it may be. Things have changed. Things have moved on. You cannot get those times back. Do you think you can go home to your 18-year-old son or daughter, put her on your lap or him on your lap, look into his eyes or her eyes and feed them a bottle of milk? You could do that? No, you cannot do that because they're no longer a baby. You have to do that stuff when it's there. I spent great time with my children 
when they were growing up. Amazing time. And I'm still spending that amazing time now. Another thing people say, quality time with your children. I say to my people that want me to teach on the Thursday, I've got a Thursday class for you. No, I can't do. I'm with my kids on that time. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. You're spending quality time. No, I'm not spending quality time with my children on Thursday. I'm just spending time with my children. Like I spend time with my children all the time. Whether I've got my children Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it doesn't matter. For me, it's time. They're my kids. They're part of my flesh and blood. This not quality time. Every single moment I breathe air coming through my lungs is quality time. Yeah, I don't have no quality time. Even when I'm down, feeling rough, feeling bad, it's quality time because I'm breathing and I live in a free country. I live in a country where the land is free. Well, not literally. But I'm not persecuted here. Not in a way people are persecuted in closed countries. So, the time that you have is important. Use it wisely. Let's, let me go back to this whole thing I was telling you about about time travel going back in time. Let's just say you use your one your theory here that you can go back in time. You have this time machine. You've made all this money. And it's great. You've got this money. It's going good. But your children have grown up. But you want to go back in time and spend quality, as you so put it, quality, this, this so-called inverted commas, quality time with your children when they're babies. You want to go back because now you've made your money. So just say you could take that money back with you. Just say you took it back with you, back into time. Whatever you do back there is going to affect the present you've just come from, as I've said. So you may find yourself taking this money back and whatever you've done with your child, feeding your child, hey, if you're feeding your child back then, you weren't at work. Think about it. You've gone back in time, feeding your child. Okay, so there's a second person, a second Clive, Jane, Angela, Paul, that's at work while the time traveller is back feeding. But whatever you affect there is going to affect the future. Let's say, look, I'm going to throw something in the something something at you now. Let's just say that you went back into time and you were at home. Your wife doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know there's two of you. She might have done something at home in order, made a phone call to somebody, made a phone call to her father, made a to do something in order for you to get that job or to get that pay rise or to get that that um promotion but because she thinks you are you back in the past feeding her a baby she doesn't get the opportunity to do that you don't get the promotion you don't get the pay rise and so on hey <laughs> time travel it's an anomaly we don't have time travel so let's get back to reality now and the reality is is that when people say they're going to make their millions and then they could take their children to the Bahamas and do all these wonderful things. And plus, who knows you're going to be around anyway? This weekend, 
seven years of Steve Jobs' death. And I sent this out to a few people, actually. If you haven't done so already, and you've never done this before, listen to the Steve Jobs Stanford speech. Yeah? Stanford University speech. It is amazing. It's, I think it's about 20 minutes long. And it's the most inspiring speeches I've heard. And he's, that man, he was the first rock star CEO. You never heard about a CEO before then. You just heard about the company. He talks about time a lot. And he was diagnosed with cancer, which killed him in the end. But he realized that he needed to do everything really fast because from an early age he said he doesn't think he's going to live to a ripe old age so he needs to get things going as soon as he can that man didn't hang around he used time to his advantage all the time so listen to that Stanford speech it's one of my favorites it stacks up there at the, right at the top with the Martin Luther King speeches we all have the same time, right? So as I said earlier on, a minute here is a minute there, wherever, whatever country you're in. And another thing, what people are used, are used to use term that people say, that is incorrect. I don't have time to do this. That time is not there. And a saying I've heard, I don't know where I heard it, but it's stuck in my head. You've got the same time as Steve Jobs had when he created Apple and Bill Gates had when he created Microsoft and Richard Branson's had when he created Virgin. They didn't have any more time than us because time is the same. It's perception of time that changes. So you got to keep your perception of time into your reality. If you run out of time to do something, it's only you've run out of time to do it. You could, you could always find a time to do something if you have the desire and the will and the drive and get up and go to do that. People may say, well, i got to sleep. Well, I heard Arnold Schwarzenegger came out with his whole theory about you only need six hours sleep and that's what he lived on. Now I need more than that, right? So that's down to him. If he wants to live on six hours sleep, that's fine. He can do that and that's great and hooray and all that stuff. But I require a lot of sleep. But what I actually do in my sleep is work in my sleep. Believe it or not, I work in my sleep. I'm, I found a great way. I've said I'm writing a book and I come out, click openly and say I'm writing a book because I've wanted to do this for a long time and telling you all openly that I'm doing this gives me a kick up the complacency to get on and do it and I won't shelf it, which writing, I've started writing a book back long time ago and I shelved the thing and I st now I've started from scratch because I had a different idea and this idea in my opinion is better but I cannot survive on that little bitty sleep I need a lot and as I coming back to the, the book why I mentioned the book is I would get stuck on chapters and ideas and stuff and I'll sleep on it and think okay this is where I am now and I want this story to flourish and you know, I dream the whole story and I wake up, I've got my iPhone be beside me, my iPad. And as soon as I get up before I have a cup of tea, anything, my eyes are just barely open. I write, bam, 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 got the whole chapter. It's amazing how that works. So the time that I would be sitting there looking at a blank screen with nothing going in my head, I say, ha, let's just put it down for a while. 
and come back to that in an hour or two. Don't get anything that day, sleep on it, and that's when I get my inspiration, through my dream. The Indians, the, um, I keep calling them Indians, they're not Indians. The Native Americans have got this, lucid dreaming they call it, where they can direct their dreams somewhere. Maybe I've got that, just by design, yeah? Maybe I, I, I know I have that. I love to dream, you know, I love my dreams. In fact, I love my sleep. <laughs> all right, all right, you know what? We've got we to wind this up now. But time is a regular, time is regular. Yeah, remember that. Time isn't going anywhere. Well, it moves forward and sometimes moves backwards and sometimes it's static. Time is not set, but yes, it is set. It's both. It's orderly and disorganized. You've got to make time work for you. Make time what you want it to be. If you want time to go slow, just sit there and look at paint dry. If you want time to go quick, get up off your butt and do something exciting. Change the world, as Steve Jobs says. Change the world. Only those that think crazy enough to believe they can do it are the ones that actually get up and do. You've got that. I'm going to leave you now with all those thoughts and I'll see you next time. My name is Noah Michael Smith. I'm really happy to be with you. Both.